Hey guys, and welcome to the Let's Get Rare podcast episode two. If you're coming back from last week, welcome back. And if you're new here, it's just three guys talking about their lives. We'd like to thank everyone for their feedback on the last episode or your ratings and reviews. We got a few DMs on Instagram that we really appreciated. And we did get some feedback. We found out that Cotton On is a brand. A few people messaged us telling us that. There so we you appreciate go. the support. That was a bit of a question we had there. Yeah, I was, I was happy to hear that. So, Yeah, so the response was pretty good from episode one. I think we were pretty happy with it. We got a fair few listeners. Yeah, we had about, I think, just over 200 views on the first episode. So we're pretty happy with that. And we did get a lot of positive feedback. So we'll definitely be keeping it going in the future. For sure. And if you're new here, let your friends know. We're going to try and grow even further as much as we can and get bigger That's and it. better. Sure to, sure to shout us out on Instagram, get plenty of people following us, and then you can tell your friends that you're one of the originals that followed us when we become Yes, friends. sir. And you've listened to episode one, and you can tell everyone that. Yep. So, boys, how was your Easter's? Easter just passed. How was it? Well, Jack, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll kick us off. Well, it's pretty tame Easter, really, with all that's going on. So, my mum just got some catering, and then we just had... Easter, me, my brother, my mum and my dad just at home. It was good as well because you didn't have to go to two different places. So after lunch, everyone had a nap and then we didn't have to get rechanged and go out again. It was great. The, the old siesta. Exactly. Gotta love it. Yeah. I mean, for me, like, I don't know if it's just me, but like, I feel like Easter is not as big of a celebration compared to like Christmas or whatnot. No, but like, I don't know. That, that, might just, that might just be me, but... Yeah, it was pretty quiet. Um, yeah, just stayed home, obviously. And yeah, it wasn't anything spectacular. But it was good, yeah. Happy yourself? Yeah, I had nonless cooking. She was pretty keen to still get us around, but we sort of had to break the news to her that we couldn't, which is a bit deflating. Yeah. But she still wanted to cook, being the Italian woman that she is. <laughs> so she made a big chunk of lasagna for the family and we came oh. around, passed it over the fence, came home and had that for dinner. Passed it over the fence, really? Yeah. No way, that's crazy. It was still very nice, but obviously a bit different without the family, but times are tough. What can you do? Yeah, to make the most of do. it. That's it. Now we did get some DMs from the listeners. Yes. About suggestions for topics to talk to. Yeah, we one, of the, one of the messages we got is from Jordan. He wanted us to yeah. talk about ghosts because this is a big topic in our lives. <laughs> yeah. We, we're fairly into ghosts. So, Jackson, do you want to take over because you're big on this? Yeah, well, obviously, um, for Jordan, who DM'd it in, um, he he has a few ghost story, stories of him, of, like, of his own experience. So... Um, I think he was keen to hear our take on it. Um, we do have a couple of stories. Um, I've got one in particular that I'll share today. Um, but if you do want to hear the others, I'm sure we'll, we'll be spilling them in the future episodes. So, um, but for this one here, when was this? This was probably about three years ago. I think you guys, you guys have probably remember this pretty clearly because it is quite strange what occurred, but 
Um, it would be about three years ago. It was probably about two a.m. I'd say. Um, we had just we had just um, hung up the phone after playing PlayStation all night, pretty much. Um, so yeah, we just hung up. Um, I went to go to bed. So I've gone to brush my teeth in the bathroom, got all ready to go to bed. Um, and then as I've entered, as I've walked back into my room and I've closed my door and I've heard this strange scratching noise, right? So as soon as you hear that, I'm thinking, okay, it's probably my dog trying to come in. Obviously, what else would be a scratching noise at that time? Um, so I opened the door thinking it was my dog. Look around. There's nothing there. There's dogs are not nowhere to be seen. So um, I go back. I'm, I brush it off. I'm like, all right, whatever. Go back into bed, get myself ready, go to bed. And obviously at that point, I'm a bit timid. I'm like, all right, obviously that was a bit strange. So I'm sitting there, you know, you know, when you get a bit paranoid and you're like any slight little noise yeah. will like put yeah. you off. Your senses like, are heightened. Oh, they're so heightened. And like you hear... You'll hear like the house creak of it, and you're like, "What the hell?" Like, you're just, <laughs> it's like that. Um, so like, and it was a pretty warm night that night. I remember, and I've I've got the dunas like right up to my face because you know I'm pretty scared at the time, and I'm and like I'm starting to sweat as well because like you know when you get a bit scared, you start sweating and that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and like I and I stood up because I I couldn't sleep obviously, so I went to go to the toilet again. I stood up. And as I've opened, because my door was closed, as I've opened the door, I've like, I, I, it's so hard. So I've checked the posters and they're literally, they're fine. Like they're not even moving. Um, so anyway, I went to the toilet, came back, back in bed. And literally just as I'm about to fall asleep, like I can feel myself falling into sleep. Literally. All three of the premiership posters fall off the wall at the exact same time. Oh, no. I remember this now. Oh, gosh. At the exact same time. Like, you cannot scoop that. The fan was not on. There's no, like, windows weren't open or anything. All three of them fall at the same time. And they don't normally fall, do they? No, like, I don't think they ever felt ever before that. Oh, and, and obviously at that point I'm literally freaking out like that the instinct of when they fell I screamed jumped up sprinted down the stairs <laughs> almost <laughs> almost stacked it and I've, I've gone screaming into my parents room and like they literally they just sat, sat me down trying to calm me down I'm literally like hyperventilating and literally 16 year old kid 16-year-old teenage boy sleeping at the end of his parents' beds bed that night. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is class. And I and because I sprinted quick so quickly down the stairs, I left my phone in the room. Oh no! So oh, and no. I was I, there was no way I was going back upstairs to get my phone. And even the next day when I woke up, I literally did not go into my room for 24 hours. So I was without a phone the whole day. Oh so god! I couldn't, I couldn't even tell anyone about it, but. Yeah, that was probably probably the scariest thing. Like in terms of just freak reaction of when those posters fell and me just like getting completely scared. Like it was crazy. Yeah, that's that's insane. We laugh about yeah. it, but we would have done the exact same thing in that situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, you gotta, 
you got to make a joke out of it. But at the time, like I'm telling you, I, I was literally having conversations with my parents to move house. I was, like, just, I was about to say, I would have just left. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it was, gone to one of your houses. It was seriously at that point where I just did not want to sleep in that room anymore. <laughs> and like, it wasn't, it wasn't like the first, like I'll, I'll tell other stories in future episodes, but it definitely wasn't the first time that I've experienced, not to that extent, but there's definitely weird things that have happened in that well, room. For anyone that doesn't know, Jackson lives in an estate that used to be the Larundel Mental Asylum where all the cuckoos used to be held. So there could be yeah. something in that. We are convinced Jackson's house is haunted. Yeah, there's something but in there. There is no sure. doubt in our mind. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, to, to be fair, the last probably year or two have been all right. I haven't had any weird things happen in the last year or two. But that kind of makes me like a bit nervous as well, knowing that some, something probably yeah. will happen very soon. So. Something big's going to happen. Now that we've talked about it. Yeah. But like, I'm telling you, like, once you once you experience the worst like something like that it's like you don't really like you you definitely get a hard skin from it like you you can't experience anything like scarier than that when you think about it yeah sure because it's so unknown like you have no idea what it is it's not like yeah oh it gives me the chills thinking about it yeah like literally what somehow those three posters have like if one fell yeah i could take someone saying like oh but it's just like the blue the glue tack just came apart because it was a warm night but the fact that all three of them fell at the exact same time like, I, I just don't think that's a coincidence in my opinion put it into perspective of how haunted jackson's house is when we decided that we're going to talk about ghosts on the podcast the first thing we said was which story is Jackson going to tell? Yeah. No. So, oh, so we'll all tell a story. No, which one is Jackson <laughs> going to tell? Cause he's got yeah. that many. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like, and I definitely am a believer in like spirits and afterlife and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's definitely a strange topic because it's just so, it's just so, surreal how you can think that there's there's other activity outside your what would you call it like spectrum it's just yeah. strange like that our scope of knowledge and understanding yeah and it's like the fact you can't see it and you can't put to terms what it is it's just just there yeah. it's yeah, not like it's, there's a table it's like we don't understand what it is there's no proof that it exists it's yeah like, exactly it's it's a whole nother concept. Yeah, and that's like that's like the thing. It could be with anything as well. Like, if you look at aliens or something like that. Like, obviously, because people can't see it, like their instinct is just to not believe it. So, but if you do think of it, like really hard, there has to be extraterrestrial life outside of this planet. Like, you'd be naive to think otherwise. With it the amount doesn't... of space that there is in the universe, all the planets, all the stars, even outside of our universe, our galaxy, you're right. It yeah. would be naive to think that we're the only living for life form in our universe. Yeah, it just comes back to like people not believing unless they see something. Which I understand that... because a lot of people are very scientifically minded where you need evidence, you need proof to believe in something. Yeah, and at the same time, like it is, I wouldn't say fun, but it 
it's stimulating to imagine these sorts of things and believe in them that there could be something that we don't understand or that we don't know about. Yeah, because because we are literally a pin drop in like the galaxy of this universe. Like, it's just yeah. crazy. We are so small in terms of our universe, the Milky Way. Imagine, and there's like what billions and billions of of universes, not even planets, like yeah. universes. Just imagine that. Like, it's it's so crazy when you really take a step back and think about it. Yeah, exactly right. I really hope that someone finds like pure evidence or like some government comes out and says, yes, aliens exist. Here's the proof in our lifetime. Because I want to be alive to witness this. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't think they ever will, to be honest, Matt, because imagine like the the, the raw, the riot, sorry, that would happen if they came out and said that. Like, oh, we've been lying to you the last 50 years about extraterrestrial life. It's like it's true. people would go crazy. They would literally riot the White House saying, what else are you hiding from us? Exactly like, because there is already evidence of them hiding stuff and lying to their people and everything. And yeah, this is I, another thing that people already feel strongly about. It would be so much worse. I just couldn't see them coming out and saying that. Like maybe if something happened, like if, if something, I don't know, this is just me talking about, say, like, they spotted something in the sky and it was, like, really obvious to people around the world and they came out and investigated it and then they said it, maybe that could lead somewhere, but I don't think they would just come out and be like, yep, aliens, yep, they're real, mate. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there has been, in quotation marks, evidence of aliens. Like, there's... yeah. Going back to like the 60s, I think it was in, I think it's Roswell in America. Yeah. Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. That's like the alien story. Like I'm pr- number one. I'm pretty sure Hamish and Andy went there on one of their gap years. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Is that well, whole re- town would just be transformed now. Like that's yeah. the alien town. That's the alien town, yeah. Remind, give me a backstory on it. I don't think, I've, I don't think I'm aware of it. So I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think there was like a supposed like UFO sighting. So that's another thing. I'll get back to that. The UFOs that yeah. for Roswell, there was a supposed UFO sighting and then it crash landed in a farm or a field or something. And yeah. like the citizens went up and found it. Like they knew, they knew it was there. Obviously they called like, the police or probably even more like higher ups than just the police. Yeah. And they came and like got rid of it, took it away and then sort of covered it up and said it was just a weather balloon. And then there's all these people that were there saying like, no, I looked at it. It looked nothing like a weather balloon. It looked like this disc object that had crashed into like into my farm sort of thing. Yeah. Right. But then there was this whole cover up that, now they're lying. They've taken away the aliens. They've taken. They're like reverse engineering this ship to try and discover new technology that the aliens are using. Yeah. It's the whole conspiracy theory that gets deeper and deeper the more you look at it. I've just looked it up now, and I think there's a movie on it. It's called oh, yeah, Roswell. There, there would be probably yeah. Yeah. Nine, 1994. <laughs> but you know what else is crazy? Have you listened to the um, Joe Rogan podcast with Bob Lazar? I've watched bits and pieces. I haven't watched the entire thing though. Yes, yeah, that 
that man, I'm telling you, definitely look into it because there's definitely stuff. something in that. There's definitely something in that. Because basically he used to work not at Area 51, but he was he was employed to work at, I think, Area 52. So it was like the sister base or something. And I, I was saying how, like, um, there was uh, some sort of aircraft that they didn't, like, that they had. And he was employed to come, because he was an engineer. He was employed to come and, like, take a look at it and pretty much discover the technologies that it had. And, he, and pretty much what he said is that there's no... There's literally no, it's impossible to have any sort of like functioning of what we have on earth. So like it, there's no chance that it's from this planet because like yeah. it, it literally breaks the laws of physics that we have here. I think I've seen that clip actually. Yeah. It's definitely look into it because it's crazy. It will definitely blow your mind. Well, he was saying stuff like the ship was made out of completely new materials that they've never even seen or comprehended before was yeah that's what i mean and like the way the space because they i'm pretty sure they actually like flew the spacecraft or whatever you want to call it aircraft they actually flew it and the way it moved in the air just it just broke the laws of physics that we have yeah yeah there's videos of that as well not that exact flight but there's another i think it's called the nimitz incident or something like that where yeah there was a u.s aircraft like a military aircraft flying and they obviously have their radars and their sensors and everything so there's film of that like being recorded straight off that where there's like mm. this it looks like a tic-tac on the screen like there's this yeah. tic-tac shaped thing and it's moving around and like changing shapes and everything and the whole time you can see like the altitude and the zoom of the sensor and everything on the actual screen and it's trying to zoom and like focus in on this object and it can't and it changes shape and it moves around and then it just flies off. Like it doesn't disappear, but how fast it goes, it looks like it might as well disappear. Like it just zooms off the screen. It's insane. That's crazy. It's just, it's so weird to think how like there might be other civilizations out there. Yeah, exactly. That's just mind-blowing, to be honest. Yeah. And then the conspiracy theories get so deep. Like, yeah. obviously, we like we <clears throat> believe that there's extraterrestrial life. But then it gets so deep where it's like aliens helped the Egyptians build the pyramids yeah. and all that stuff. That's where it starts to get a bit foggy for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the other thing. Like, that's a whole other subject that we, we probably won't have time to get into, but... That whole, Wait, that whole, exactly. That whole pyramid conspiracy is crazy. Yeah. Hard to believe, really. It yeah. is. Well, like it's so you, far out of our scope. Yeah. That's what makes it so hard to believe. I want to be able to have like a, a mindset where like, I'm not that I believe everything, but I'm open to everything, but that's just very hard to believe. Yeah. You definitely got to be open-minded to things. Oh, like, absolutely. And like that's, I reckon that's something that has probably developed in the last like 20 years, how like people are definitely more open-minded than they were in the past. Oh, shit, yeah. And like if you look at, if you look at that in the future as well, like where would that lead people in the future? So if we keep like, going on that trend where people continue getting more open-minded and Free, exactly. Free thoughts and everything. 
Exactly right. So, yeah, it's definitely interesting stuff. Going back to Bob Lazar real quick, you said he worked at like Area 52 or something, didn't you? I believe so, yeah. Well, that's another thing because for me, I see it as why would the government have Area 51 and like aliens and alien spacecraft and everything in Area 51 when it's common knowledge that that's like an alien base? Yeah. I think it would be stupid for like not the smartest people, but like some of the biggest names in the world, like American officials and everything, military officials, if they did have this information and this, these aliens and these spacecraft to actually have it in the place where everyone believes that they have it. Yeah, that's right. Like you wouldn't, you'd think they'd be a bit more, um, you know, secretive with it. Like it's probably underground in like the desert in Arizona or something rather than above ground in a secret airbase where everyone can come and see it. Yeah. Obviously they garden and everything because it is a private area, but like you can like stand a few kilometers away and look into the base. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. And then going back to the UFOs, sorry, I'm just jumping around the video. Yeah, that's right. Like, Like there's this whole concept of UFOs being connected to aliens but like if you if you look up and you see something in the sky that's a UFO technically yeah because UFO is unidentified flying object right? yeah, that's that's a true say so like you can see a true. balloon in the sky not realize what it is and technically it's a UFO so yeah. when when the government and all these other people come out and say there's been a UFO sighting that doesn't necessarily mean aliens. Yeah, it just means there's right. something in the sky that they don't know what it is. Just some bloke in Turak with a shit ton of money just made his own flying object. Exactly. Yeah. It's possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's definitely a strange topic to talk about. It Absolutely. Is. Well, do you remember that movie we watched in Niger? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the rarest films I've ever seen in my life. I can't remember what it was called. Alien abduction. Is that it? Alien abduction. If you can find it anywhere, I urge you to go watch this movie. It is, it, is the strangest thing I've ever seen. It might yeah. be the worst film of all time, but it's so good. Wow. Worst film like, of all time. That could be a future top five. <laughs> yeah. worst, worst films ever. Well, me and Jack already have our number one. <laughs> It's like a, a found footage film. Like it's on a handheld camera, like this shaky camera sort of thing oh, where yeah. all these people are trapped in a house <laughs> and then they know aliens are invading and they come down to earth and they, they trap an alien in the upstairs bedroom or something. Yeah. <laughs> they try and tie it up and then some guy tries to break down the door and the alien's gone and there's like a hole in the roof because the aliens have come to steal this other alien. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so confusing. I won't spoil the ending. Oh, the ending's funniest. <laughs> I won't spoil it because people need to watch this movie. It's got a 28% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so bad. That, that's, that's really generous. <laughs> the aliens yeah, have It's actually like, not too bad. The aliens just come and take over. They have like finger pistols or something. They have like lasers coming out of their fingers. Oh no. It's so, such a weird movie. That's great. It's like, that's, aliens can't be like that. Like there's no way. 
the way we think of yeah. aliens and everything, there is no chance on earth that that is what they actually are. Okay, so a popular segment of all the feedback we got is the Would You Rathers. So it's back again for week two. It's back. Two more Would You Rathers. <laughs> Jackson, hit us with some Would You Rathers. Yeah, so we've got we got two this week. One came in from Adrian Sacco, so he DM'd us and um, we've got his one in. And then the other one I've read Fr- Friend of the podcast. Definitely friend of the podcast. Of the podcast. Future guest, perhaps. Anyway, oh, might, have to, might have to figure that out. A bit Stay of a tuned. dropping a hint. We could have guests in future episodes. <laughs> Stay tuned. Subscribe to the um, to the Apple Podcasts. <laughs> anyway, um, so Adrian Sacco has gone with the. Um, it's, a, it's a classic Wujirala, um, but definitely some deep answers can come from it. Um, so, would you rather know how you're going to die or when you're going to die? Ooh, that's tough. This is a- this is a classic would you rather. It's yeah. it's literally the template of would you rather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't get easier though. Yeah, it's still it's by all means still a tough question. Yeah. <sighs> Matt, do you want to kick us off? <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm thinking about it, but it's tough. Oh, I I think this is my this is my thought process. I think if I knew when I was going to die like it could be good, it could be bad. Obviously, if it says tomorrow, then I'm going to spend all of today scared. I don't know what I'm going to do. But if it says in seventy five years, yeah, I probably would if I'm honest. If it said in seventy five <laughs> years, then I'd live the next seventy four years carefree, and then that last year I'd be thinking about it, and I'd be scared that whole year, and I'd just be thinking I'm going to die today. I'm going to die soon. I know I'm going to die. But if I knew yeah. how I was going to die. Like if it said car accident, obviously the chances of getting in a car and getting in a car accident are pretty low. But that doesn't end the rest of your life. Exactly. But it probably won't. It won't stop me from getting in a car. Like I was still driving because that could mean eighty years from now I could get in a car. And if it said like old age or something, like you die from complications from old age, then I'm fine. I can't know the next seventy years. I'm fine, and then. When I die, it's a surprise, just like anyone else. Yeah. So I think for that reason, I'm going to go with, I'm going to find out how I die. Yeah. Let's oh, yeah. say, let's say hypothetically, if you know, if you choose how you know you're going to die, then like you can't avoid it. So like if it's you're going to drown, it's like oh, I just won't swim. Then you can't. Let's just say hypothetically, you can't avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you asking? Um, I'm going to go with no when. No when, okay. Why is that? Okay. Because I honestly am not afraid of dying. So okay. if I know when, I'll just probably just live out the remainder of my life how I please and just do whatever I wanted to do. So like just go on a holiday or just spend like last few weeks, months, years with mates and like... Honestly, just not take the piss, but just enjoy it while I can rather than live a boring, not boring, but live a normal life, if you know what I'm saying. Can I ask, what makes you, you can not afraid ask. of dying? What makes you not afraid? Um, I don't know. I just, people that are, I know people can be scared of dying because it's like the whole, what happens after death and stuff. But 
I reckon if you're happy enough with your life, you shouldn't be afraid of dying because you've done all you've wanted to do. And at the moment, I'm pretty happy with what I've done with my life. So I don't really, obviously I want to keep living. I'm not saying I want to die, but if I was to die die now, I wouldn't be like scared to. I like that thought process. Yeah, no, the only reason I ask is because I know like for a lot of people, like they do, they are afraid of dying. So yeah, they fear. I'll say it, I am. I'm yeah. hacking myself thinking about dying. <laughs> yeah, because it's the fear of the unknown, pretty much. Like, exactly. That's yeah. why you think about it, like in this whole coronavirus stuff. Like, it's people are scared because they don't know what's going to happen. That's that's exactly. the reason. That's so, right. Like when you think about the actual virus, it's not like yeah, it kills people, but so does the flu. It's it's the fact that we don't know how to prevent it, and we don't know what's yeah. going to happen in the future is why it's such a big deal. So. That's exactly yeah. right. What do you think, Jackson? And Jackson, what are you you go yeah, well, for me personally, I think I'd go with, I'd want to know how, only because I struggle a lot. Whenever there's a deadline or like a specific time that I have to, you know, meet something by, like I struggle badly. So like if there was, I know like for an example, last year, it would have been the start of the schooling year and like when, you know, when you get like all your assessment dates and your SAC dates and I've literally highlighted the oral presentation and I've, it was like mid, what, like September, August. No, not, not September, yeah, August. August. So, and literally I was nervous in February, like that's what, like <laughs> just knowing the date, just like, I don't think I'd be able to function. So that's what I'm going with how. Jackson, bringing the Would You Rathers back to homework in year 12. that's it so that's two people saying when and one person saying how that's correct is that right yeah yeah no no two people saying how two how one why i I was pretty confident about how but after what jack said i'm I'm sort of swaying a bit yeah i can understand why jack would say that but yeah all right we'll go into the second one second one looking forward to this one yeah this one i don't know like I did get it off a website, but then I changed it up a bit. So this we'll, we'll see what you guys think. Would you rather swim through the ocean at night for one hour or walk through a jungle at night for one hour? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jack, do you, so, want to, do you want to go first this one? Yeah, I'll happily go first, yeah. So you boys know I'm heavily into lost at the moment, TV show from <laughs> yeah. the mid the mid 2000s, one of the weirdest TV shows of all time, and it's based about uh, a plane crashing into a deserted island. So technically, these people have to live in the jungle, which is part of the question. So mm. living in the ocean, this is how I say, if not living, if you had to spend a night in the ocean for an hour, you can't see what's going on underneath you. You can't even see what's going on in underneath you when it's the middle of the day. So that yeah. fear of not being able to see what's at- going to attack you is like worrying. Whereas if you're stuck in the jungle, I've known this, I've figured this out from Lost, you'd be able to make a fire like torch and hold yeah. that and you yeah. can have some sort of vision to know what the hell's going to be coming at you. Therefore, thanks to Lost, I would go with the jungle. Yeah, the fo- fire is definitely like a big factor in this. Um, yeah. But then you could think of it as 
then another factor you could play is like if you're in the ocean swimming for an hour you're gonna it's gonna be obviously depending on the weather and that but it'll probably be pretty cold in the water yeah and like that for an hour that's that's a long time like you you would get warm from swimming but it i don't think it'd make much of a difference if you were like in somewhere like in the middle of the ocean in like where antarctica is or something yeah. whereas if you're in the jungle you could probably muster up some sort of warmth with fire or something yeah um but i don't know i feel like there's more there would be more deadly wildlife in a jungle terrain is that fair to say yeah, yeah i would say so yeah it's definitely Definitely fair to say. My, I'm basing my jungle though off the lost jungle. So yeah, because yeah. <laughs> like, a, let's break it down. So a jungle, what could they have? They could have like, um, like wild cats. So they could have like pumas, jaguars. They could have like insects that could be deadly. Yeah. They yeah. could have, they could have natives that don't work well with um, civilized yeah. humans. That's oh. a good point. Snakes, spiders. Yeah, all that yeah, small can... stuff. Mm. You could get bitten by a mosquito and die of malaria. Yeah, <laughs> can't, can't get that in the ocean, can you? <laughs> you actually can because mosquitoes love water, but that's okay, Matt. Nah, no, they don't like moving water. They like still water. Yeah, I don't think they... I don't yeah, think mosquitoes nah, fair. in the ocean. Oh, fair. Nah, fair. So are you saying jungle, Jackson? You're going with jungle? But... Like, I would say jungle, but I tell you what, like, any sort of creepy, crawly snakes, like, anything like that, mate, I'm out. So, I don't know. Like, I was reading this article about snakes the other day, and, like, rattlesnakes have literally evolved in the last five years to not use their rattles because, like, they're more obvious to humans. Yeah. That's scary to think about. (laughs) That is is very scary. I don't want to be doing that. Like snakes, man, they literally, they're, po- they're what's it called? Not poison. Venom. 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 Their, venom. their venom makes your tissue like rot and dissolve. Yeah. Oh, that's, no thank you. It's, it's ridiculous. And apparently the baby snakes are the worst ones because <laughs> they don't know. No, I'm serious. They don't know how to control their venom. So like yeah. they just, they just use all of it. Makes sense. So, I don't know. I think I'm going to go water, to be honest. Like, it is an hour, so... One thing I'm also taking into account is you can't just float. You're going to have to tread water, which takes it out of you. You can sit down uh, in the jungle. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting down is is nice. I don't know. Yeah, I don't... If it was overnight, I'd definitely go jungle. Yeah. I think I would go jungle as well. How come? Because What's your the, reason? If you get dropped in the middle of the ocean for an hour at night, you look around, there's nothing you can swim towards. Yeah. It's freezing cold. You have to burn your energy trying to tread water. You'll probably get hypothermia if you stay any longer than an hour. Whereas yeah. in the jungle, you're right, you can spend that hour... You could walk around on the jungle. You could sit down, build a fire, use that to sort of keep predators away. I think I would go jungle for an hour. Fair enough. 
<laughs> I think I think I'll go jungle as well. But I do hate snakes and spiders. I'll just, yeah. I'll just point that out. But let us know what you think. <laughs> yeah, message us the Let's Get Rare podcast on Instagram. Both I of tell you what, DMs. guys. I tell you what. I was looking at the statistics, and we had a small percentage of listeners from the USA. So, if you're from the USA, please hit us up on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Anywhere really in the world, don't be afraid just because you're not from the US to not hit us up. If you're from South Australia, anywhere oh, around if the world, <laughs> if you're from if you're from Fitzroy, hit us up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> If you're from uh, overseas, send us a message. Let us know something about your country. Yeah. We can mention it on the podcast. We could do a top five about it. Top five American things. <laughs> we know a bit about America. Yeah, Let us yeah. know. Message us. We'll talk about it. Speaking of top five things, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a good top five this week. Um, but we'll, we'll save that one for last because I've got another one that was sent in. Um, from a good man, Adrian Sacco, who we mentioned before, as a possible future guest of the podcast. Um, so he says, top five, active NBA players who were born in Africa and play the centre position. It's almost as if he's really trying to narrow us down to a certain player. It's almost as if he loves the centre that plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. Now, this was a very strange request and looking into it i think there are only five or six african-born players in the nba who play center well we've so got we've got top five, five. it's not great <laughs> we've got five written down so um i'll i'll list them so this isn't in any order you i'll how about this i'll tell you the names and you guys give me an order so yeah got um bismack biombo um joel Embiid. Uh, Taco Fall and Matt, you're going to have to have to help me out with those two names because I'm going to butcher them. But Jan Mahini and Gorgi Jing. That's it. That rounds out the five. So obviously Joel Embiid is number one. Yeah, Embiid is undisputed. I was going to add Sergi Bucker in there, but I think he's more of a power forward. He plays a four. I think he was also born in Spain. Yeah. Ibaka, was he? He's yeah. either he was either born in the Congo and raised in Spain, or the other way around. Yeah, well, Giannis, play, Giannis he played was for the Spanish Africa. team. Was yeah. he born in Africa? Yeah, Giannis was born in Nigeria. Okay, there you go. Sorry, guys, just editing this back and have realised that Giannis was actually born in Athens, Greece. So apologies for that. Um, yeah, continue the podcast. Yeah, and I don't think Taco Fall was born in Africa, but we'll add him in anyway. <laughs> He's definitely of African descent. Yeah, no, definitely. That's... But I think he might have been born in the USA. But that doesn't matter. So, Jack, what's your top five? Well, obviously, Embiid number one. Pretty, yep. pretty straightforward there. Number two, I've gone Bismack Biombo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Three, I've gone Georgie Jeng. <laughs> good, yeah. good, nice. I, I respect <laughs> you trying to attempt it. Yeah, Matthew, you got it. You got it. Can't always rely on Matthew. Number <laughs> number, number four, Ian Mahaney. Yeah, no nice. And the last one, he's only in the league because he's seven foot six inches tall. Taco Fall. Zero. <laughs> All right. So after that, 
interesting top five, <laughs> we'll move to a more colourful top five. So with the theme of Easter, um, the Easter weekend just passing by, I've decided to go with top five Easter eggs. So, boys. Top five. This is, this is actually, when I was doing this, um, I was, it was actually harder than you would think. Like there are some, yeah. there are some cracking Easter eggs out on the market that you've got to squeeze into Absolutely. that top five. There are good Easter eggs out there. All right. so Jack, do you want to start us off? Go ahead, Jack. Yes. Okay, I'll start us off. Number five. I've gone with the old, old reliable, the hollow Cadbury eggs. Love okay. That. So like, that, is that hollow? like your medium size? Yeah, medium size. Like the really generic, but Cadbury. Okay, fair okay. enough. Num- number four, I've gone with crunchy chocolate eggs. They're small. Ooh. They taste like crunchy. I really enjoy them. Very nice. Yep. Number three, I like strawberry filling in things. So I've gone strawberry filled eggs. So like strawberry. you bought you bite into it and then like a bit of strawberry filling like oozes out. It's quite delicious. I do. Yeah. I like, I like the way you're going with this. Yeah. Okay. The number the first and second place I was tossing up between for a good couple of days, but I've decided I've even changed it throughout the podcast. Like I had the one that's at number two was at number one, but I changed wow. it 10 minutes ago. Bit of a debate. Okay. Number, number, number two, the AFL footy egg. The, the AFL footy egg. You got to love the AFL footy egg. The one with the ladder on the back. Everyone loves it. Can't go wrong. That is awesome. Yes, so AFL footy egg coming in very close second. But number one, okay, let me give you some background on number one. I've chosen number one because it goes even better with the condiment of milk. Okay. (laughs) Okay. This goes the best with milk. It is a Snickers-filled egg. So I get, every year I get a pack of these Snickers-filled eggs and I sit down with a carton of milk and I will smash both within 20 minutes and it is... Probably the best 20 minutes of my life. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. Like, I've won a grand final before, but this is that grand final is nowhere near how this feels. <laughs> so, so that's the Snickers right. top five. Easter egg is number one Snick- in Jack's book. Yes. Snickers and Easter egg. Crazy. Well, do you want to go next, Jackson? Give us your top five. Yeah, sure. I, I'm actually intrigued to try that Snickers egg. I can't say I have tried it. Um, but anyway, my top five Easter eggs. So number five, I've gone with cream egg. Now hear me out. Okay. I don't, I don't rate them. I know a lot of people don't like them and it's a bit controversial. I love them, right? I absolutely love them, but they're so rich that you can literally only have one per day. That's true. Like that's why I've got it at number five because they are so rich and full of sugar. It's, yeah. I have to put it at number five. Uh, number four, going with Humpty Dumpty. Oh, yes. Smarties yeah, inside. Smarties filled, yeah. Smarties. Used to, love, used to love that as a kid. Yep. Um, number three egg, I've got the classical, iconic AFL egg. Yes. AFL egg. It's, it's not so much like the taste of it because I'm pretty sure it's just normal milk chocolate. Yeah. But it's the fact that it's the size of a football and it has the ladder on the back. That just that yeah. was unbelievable getting that as a kid. That was like Christmas Day all over again. 
Um, two Christmases. <laughs> two Christmases. Um, number two, I've gone with the iconic white chocolate bunny. Oh, I love white chocolate. I love yeah, white yeah. chocolate. Big fan. White, white chocolate is definitely, over, like, it's definitely better than milk chocolate for me. Um, but yeah, I've gone the white chocolate golden bunny for number two. And then yep. number one, this is going to turn some heads, this one. <laughs> this is definitely a bit controversial because I know a lot of people don't like it. But the old Turkish delight egg. Wow, Turkish delight. You know that you know the gold one and it's got the little burgundy stripes on it? Yeah. Yep. yep. That yeah. one. I love those. Because no, you know what the good thing is? No one likes them. So when there's a bowl of Easter eggs, <laughs> they're all left. And I just I just take advantage of it. Very smart. I like no, that. Fair. Fair. So good. All right, well, I'll get into mine. Not going to lie, when, when Jack said his five, I was a bit concerned because I went a bit of a different direction and I was thinking, oh, no, mine is very different to Jack's. When Jackson's come in and mine's a bit similar to his, so I feel okay. a bit more comfortable. Okay. I'm going to hold What the hell did you say? Free range? Cake free eggs? <laughs> My favourite goose eggs. I love goose eggs. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to start with an honourable okay. mention, white chocolate. I didn't put it on the list, right. but Jackson said it. White chocolate is very good. That's my honourable mention. So that's a sixth. Yeah. If you Fair will. enough. Number five. I did have the cream egg, but I wasn't sure if it's that good. Like, I like them. I don't love them. I do love the classic Cadbury eggs, though. Like Jack said, just the plain milk chocolate. That's all you need. That bit of milk. Perfect. Number five. Number four is where I start to go a bit rare. I've gone a Kinder Surprise. Yeah. No, it's, fair. it's not really an Easter egg. It's more of a kid's toy. But that's what makes it so exciting. It's got the kid's toy inside it. Mate. I am 18 years old and I'll still enjoy a Kinder Surprise and make the toy inside. I don't care. Mate, my girlfriend got a Kinder Surprise <laughs> bunny and I literally demolished it on my own. It tastes <laughs> like, so good as well. <laughs> It was it next, tastes it was good a, and it's got a toy. She was How like much better could it get? She was snacking at it and I just destroyed like I just ate the whole thing. Small <laughs> <laughs> the freaking egg. It's so good because it's got white chocolate on the inside. That's exactly. what it's, it's a like, game changer. It's my honorable actually, mention and my number five put together. <laughs> actually, you know what? I think I'm gonna have to, big, Humpty, I have to take Humpty I've to take Humpty out and put Kinder Surprise in. <laughs> It's a big man that can shoot. It's got the best of both worlds. Exactly right. It's a big man that can shoot. I literally can't believe I didn't put that in my top five. I was a bit concerned when no one said it because it's that good. I'm glad we've all agreed that there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, number three, I've gone with the lint Easter bunny in the gold wrapper with the red ribbon and the little bell on it. You love the bell, don't you? I do love the bell because this Easter, I woke up and mum had put a little lint bunny on my bedside table. It's the first thing I saw, and I thought, that's really awesome. Thanks, mum. <laughs> <laughs> that's so hats, awesome. Hats, hats off to a bit. Yep. Shout out, mum, for that. Also, took the bell off, put it on my dog. He was running around all Easter with a little bell so we could hear him from down the street. It was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Number two, I've gone the Humpty Dumpty as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. Smarty man. A little bit of backstory. We used to do Easter quizzes with 
my extended family, we'd go to one of their houses, we'd have an Easter quiz, and there were all these different big Easter eggs. Like we'd have a Humpty Dumpty, we'd have like a Cadbury egg with like more Cadbury, small Cadbury eggs inside it sort of thing. And the winner always got first choice. When I won, I'm going straight for that Humpty Dumpty 10 times out of 10. Yeah. It's so like you get you get the egg, you pour it out, you got the smarties inside. It's awesome. I love it. You know, I, value. you know what I did once? I filled it up with milk. I remember. Oh, I, I remember was this. There. I was there. Yeah, I, I saw the, I was at the PlayStation party. I cra- I cracked the top open and I just filled it up with milk. I it probably wasn't worth it because it went everywhere, but <laughs> <laughs> but on a whole, but on another level, it was totally worth it. It was the idea that counted. So it's a fun story. Yeah. So what's your number one, Matt? My number one is the caramello cadbury eggs. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I can see that. Like Jack said, with the strawberry filling, how you like strawberry? I'm like that with yeah. caramel. It's pretty yeah, much that's... a caramello koala inside a little cadbury egg, and I love them. That's my number one. Yeah, I tell you what, caramello ko- koalas. Yeah, that's yeah, they're good. They're good. <laughs> they're they're good. good. So, there's our top fives. Can we come to a consensus number one across all three of us? What are we thinking? What? It's, I reckon it's a toss up between the footy egg or the kinder, even though kinder was on only one person. <laughs> and it was number four. Yeah, I'm, it was t- number mate, f- I'm telling you, after. I, I completely after, forgot about it. After this, after last weekend's occurrence with the Kinder Surprise Bunny, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna have to go with the Kinder Surprise egg. After last week's mauling, mate, that bunny, I feel sorry for that bunny. <laughs> it got absolutely annihilated. There it is. Number one is the Kinder Surprise. Kinder, Kinder Despite, Surprise. If you're Despite. listening, send us more Kinder Surprises. We will eat them. We will make the toys. <laughs> and Jackson will eat the bunnies. It's that simple. <laughs> yes, I'm a specialty in the bunnies. Bunny department. <laughs> all right. Boys, I've got some news, all right? Oh, okay. Here we go. Yeah. So I'm, I saved this for last because I want to reward the listeners that stayed through the whole podcast. Ooh, um, okay. So, yeah. So here's the news. Um, my family and I are getting a new dog. Wow. wow! Yes, so exciting stuff. It's a um, it is a miniature schnauzer. So it's miniature. Similar to, <laughs> it's similar. It's similar to the dog we have now, except without the poodle. So it'll be slightly. What's bigger. your dog's name again? My dog's name is Minnie. Minnie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've actually it's a it's a male. Um, and I've actually been put on duty to name it. So. Um, that's why I've lo- that's why I've shared the news. I'd love to hear some name suggestions. So if you've stuck around to the um, end of the podcast, definitely hit us up with some name suggestions for the doggo. You're gonna have to send us some photos of this dog because I'm sure he will be very cute. Yeah, I've got I've got a couple photos I can share for sure. Just for um, that. just for peace of mind, I've recommended Ian after famous Uncle Ian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've actually got a couple of names that I'll share with you. Um, so I've written them down. So I've got um, Lonzo. <laughs> Lonzo, very good. Um, Caesar, after you know who. We don't need to name. We don't need to give a backstory. We all know. I'll Caesar. get really emotional. Um, 
I've got Fife. Okay. Okay. After, you know, Nathan Brownlow medalist, um, and then I've got Toby. Could be um, Toby Green. Toby Green could be um, Toby Mitchell, the uh, bikey gang person. I think Toby from the office. <laughs> yeah, could be. Um, and I've also got um, Kuda. Kuda, as, as in grouse. Also, not as in Anthony Kudafidis. I was going to say that's no. rare, considering you're a Geelong supporter. No, Kuda, as in the um, Northern uh, Australian grouse term. Grouse, it is. <laughs> but I don't know. They're they're pretty average. I sort of thought of those in about two minutes. So, yeah, it's definitely hit us up with some dog names if you've made it this far into the podcast. My yeah. suggestion would either be. Fast Ed or Rob, the DIY man from Better Homes and Gardens, they're my suggestions. Oh, yes. Fast Dr. Ed. Harry. Dr. <laughs> Harry the dog. Awesome. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon you name it Biggie because you got Mini and then you're going to have Biggie. They work so well together. What about Mickey? True. Because oh. he is a boy. Yeah. That would go together like peas and carrots. Shout out for it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. All right, well, should we wrap this up? I think yeah. so. Well, guys, we should. thank you for listening. Again, feel free to hit us up on Instagram. If you want to name Jackson's dog, give us your top five Easter eggs or answer our would you rathers or even give us suggestions for what we want to talk about in the future. That's so it. on Instagram, that's the Let's Get Rare podcast. Again, the Let's Get Rare podcast. Follow us, shout us out, send us to a friend, go listen to us. We are now on Apple Podcasts as well, aren't we, Jackson? Yes, we are. We are. We are live on Apple Podcasts. So um, leave a rating on that or a review um, and also on Spotify as well. Again, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Let's Get Rare Podcast. Yep. All the, links will, all the links will be in our Instagram. So just um, follow that page and you'll be good to go. Some would say you'd almost be Cuda. You would be oh, Cuda. What a way to end it. Thanks, guys. See you later. <laughs> Catch you next week. Says.